Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. There was a cry for revival. But that revival, as I said, must first of all begin in us. Begin in us. We can't help revive anybody else until we revive ourselves. Welcome to Rama for Today. Lynette Hagen wraps up her teaching on changing the condition of the church. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Lynette Hagen for today's message. Psalm 78. This was a psalm of Asaph. And this is what it says. Oh, my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I'm saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past. Stories we have heard and known. Stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. For he issued his laws to Jacob. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children so the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born, and they in turn will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hopes anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. It is our responsibility to teach our children. You know, I think that it's so important for them to be even, uh, uh, so many times children grow up and they're in children's church, they're in youth, and they have never participated in a church service together. And, you know, as far as they are concerned, church is different than what you've experienced. And they don't know it as you know it. And so that's why once a month, our children come into our morning service. We want to see them experience the same things that we do as adults. Our youth, 8th through the 12th grade, are in our Sunday morning service every Sunday. They need to get acquainted with the whole body of church. And that's why that our churches are so segmented because we've had a generation that has grown up that has never experienced being in a main service. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, there are some... Um, there are some people now that are saying, oh, well, we should not have children's services. We should not have youth services. They should be in church all the time. Well, that's not, you know, you can go to one extreme or the other. That's not good either. My daughter was so distraught about that. And she says, mother, you know, this is what God has called me to. You mean what God has called me to? That people are saying that, you know, this is not the thing to do now? And I said, no, honey, that's not it. They're going to one extreme just because that they, they're trying to correct something just because they saw the result of something that they had not done correctly. I said, but we've done it correctly. We've exposed them to both. Now, the children need to be in a service to where it's broken down. To where they can understand it. 
Youth need to be in part in their own services sometimes because they're dealing with issues that they need to be taught in their own language. And yet, on the other hand, we need to come together as a body and connect every generation and so that these generations might know the power of God. Hallelujah. And so, you know, we should pray. As Let's turn over to Psalm 85. And as we're turning there, I want to tell you about that psalm. It's ascribed to the sons of Korah. And Korah was a rebel who resisted Moses and, and Aaron. And he was the one that was, one of the ones that was swallowed up, you know, from in the ground when the ground opened. However, the children of Korah were, were spared. One part of his family became doorkeepers and guardians of the temple. And another part were singers and musicians in the temple choir under the direction of, the, of their fellow Levite. Now, the condition of Israel was... Israel was needing revival. A revival of doing things God's way. A revival of respecting God and those he ordained to act on his behalf before the nation of his choosing. A revival of choice. A revival of the fear of the Lord. A revival of an awesome, of an awesome desperation regarding the presence of God. And so, as a result of that, they prayed this. Psalm 1. 85 verse 1, Lord, you poured out blessings on your land. You restored the fortunes of Israel. You forgave the guilt of your people. Yes, you covered all their sins. You held back your fury. fury. You kept back your blazing anger. Now restore us again, O God of our salvation. Put aside your anger against us once more. Will you be angry with us always? Will you prolong your wrath to all generations? Won't you revive us again so your people can rejoice? Rejoice with you. There was a cry for revival. But that revival, as I said, must first of all begin in us. Begin in us. We can't help revive anybody else until we revive ourselves. So are you ready to do that again today? Oh, let's stand up. I want to tell you what. Oh, my, 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 my. This revival within ourselves is building. It's building. It's building. And I'm telling you what. By the time the end of this week is over, I believe that we're going to all be so set on fire for God. You know, and as we take this time to minister to God, to open our hearts up, to God. You know, in, in my prayer meetings, I endeavor most of the time, might give you a direction like I say, you know, revive yourself. But I don't tell you how to pray because I want you to pray out what the Holy Ghost wants to pray out in you. I know many times I, uh, I've been, uh, somebody has been leading prayer and I've been there. And, and so as we get down to pray, and they'd given us a specific direction. And all of a sudden, as I began to pray, the Lord began dealing with me to pray in a different way, not to pray specifically for that. And, and I felt bad because I'm thinking, oh, I, you know, I'm not obeying what was directed. And yet, on the, on, uh, uh, on the other hand, the Holy Spirit wanted to, some things to be prayed out. So the Holy Spirit wants some things to be prayed out this week. And what he's praying out in you may be different than what he's praying out in others. 
because your situation and whatever God is calling you to or the instruction he's given you may be different than anybody else. And so this morning and this week, I want you to pray out what the Holy Ghost wants to pray out. I know there are times that I've gotten down and oh my goodness, when I start praying and just opening up my heart to God, I mean, what he has me to pray out, I didn't even have any thoughts in that direction. So guess what? I know it's not me praying about something, although we can pray about things and I, you know, do pray about certain things because certain things in your life you want to pray about. But on the other hand, I knew it was the Holy Spirit praying through me and things needed to be prayed out in the Spirit. Things must be prayed out in the Spirit. And you know what? Back in the 80s, you know, praying was, was very strong. And Brother Hagin taught about the different prayers, supplication, intercession, all these prayers. And yet on the other hand, because People went overboard. You know, you can go overboard in things and got into era. What did we do? We pulled back on prayer. No, we cannot. Pull, and, you know, and the, and the devil, he, I mean, he just, it was a great playhouse for him. But I'm telling you what, we're going to be fervent in prayer. We're not going to go overboard. But on the other hand, you know, there are prayers. God may have you to begin supplicating. God may have you begin interceding for someone. I gave an example in one of my, uh, several years ago about this man who, it was a, um, a missionary and he was going over to get some supplies and he had to stay in the woods for the night. And so there were these uh, these guys there and and they knew he had money and they were going to uh, rob him and you know it didn't happen and so the end of that story was he was uh, he was uh, telling well he went back to that community and so uh, the people said uh, those these guys said well the reason we didn't rob you is because I think there was like they said we saw 21 men and they were all around you. They were huge men protecting you. And so we couldn't get near you. And he said, no, I was out there alone. And when he was telling that story in that church, a man rose up and said, sir, when was this? What time was it? It was the very same time. Well, these guys, they were fixing to go golfing. And all of a sudden, this man got an urge that he needed to pray for this missionary. And he called these guys and he said, I have such an urge. He said, let's go to church and first pray before we go play, play golf. And so they came. And so he said, would all the men that came here and prayed stand up? And as they stood up, that missionary, and, and, and I mean, the only thing he was busy looking at was the numbers. And there were 21 of them. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, Lynette's Bargain Bag. This special bag has four audio CDs from Winter Bible Seminar 2015 and a DVD from Kenneth E. Hagan, which has never before been released until now, entitled Bringing Back the King. 
Also in this bag is a CD from Ken Hagen entitled Gathering the Harvest in the Last Days, Lynette Hagen's message on changing the condition of the church, Craig Hagen's message entitled Stay With Your Branch, and the last CD in this bag is from Denise Burns, Ken and Lynette's daughter, Navigating the Seasons of Life. These four CDs and a DVD normally have a retail value of $36.95, but we're offering this special bargain bag for only $19.95. That's over a $10 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And I want to thank all of you that are involved with us because, as partners because your involvement helps us to keep uh, this program going all yes. over the world. We're getting great testimonies from everywhere, from all over. And it's because of you as a word partner. Somebody said, well, what's a word partner? Well, that's just somebody that partners with us each month by praying for us and sending yes. an offering. And you can find out if you'd like to become a word partner with us, uh, you can go to rhema.org and slash and then WPC and tell you all about that. When you call, ask the operator how you can get this month's radio offer. This offer includes Kenneth E. Hagen's DVD and four audio CDs from the Hagen family. Call now 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Join us next week when we will start a new message from our camp meeting 2015. This will change your life. That's next week on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Enjoy your weekend.